0: Chasing Content is a podcast for mid career freelancers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who are looking to discover more resources and connections. After all, your business doesn't stop, so why should the conversation? Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. Today's topic has been one of the more difficult aspects of the freelancing world for me, but I think it's such an important one to talk about. At this point in my career, the biggest challenge in learning experience has been centered around flexibility and adjusting to some of the curveballs and changes that life has had in store for me. And if I could go back in time and tell my former self to do one thing, it would be to keep a journal of how many times I plan for one thing and something entirely different ended up happening. And I used to be a person who was very rigid with my plans and Quite honestly, I left very little room for flexibility and change, and when things may have veered from the original plan, I was not very good at handling it and adapting to the new course. So for me, in a weird way, the corporate world was an environment where I felt secure and steady. When I started working full-time in an office setting for my first adult job, this became my one constant in life, and I was here for it. There were typically set hours of when I would wake up, when I would be in the office, when I'd go to lunch, and then the time I'd leave for the day, give or take a few exceptions here and there. For me, I basically knew that from about 8.30 to 5.30 every weekday, for the most part, I'd be at work doing my job, and then when I left the office, I'd technically be done for the day. The work that was left was on tomorrow's to-do list, and I would be free to spend my evenings however I wanted free of work. This routine changed so drastically when I left the corporate world and started my business. There were some unspoken things that you never realize um, that are happening in an office that you may or may not be aware of while you're in that environment until you leave that environment. I even feel like those who work remotely for a company can also relate to this once they experience it. So. When you no longer work in an office, you realize how much dead time takes up your day. This includes just chatting with coworkers about your weekends or dinner plans or having meetings to talk about meetings. I remember on some of the slower days, I drag out projects just to fill the day to look busy because there's still this weird stigma of staying in the office to fill what's considered a full work day. And I realized that when I left the corporate office, I was struggling so hard to feel accomplished because because my days felt so light. Um, Granted, that's not the case so much these days anymore, but when you remove the time spent in meetings throughout the day or talking with coworkers, you realize how little time is often spent doing actual work or at least actual productive work. I felt like such a failure in the beginning because I would often finish projects in a day that used to take me a couple of days or wouldn't have deadlines until the end of the next week, and then I would just sit and wait. I felt this need to fill each hour of my day with work, and it took me a surprisingly long time to just accept that I was working efficiently without office distractions And I still have a really hard time some days when my project loads are very light, but I've come to recognize some patterns over the last few years that somewhat keep me in check. For example, the start of each quarter is fairly light for me as most of my clients are in their planning stages rather than their actionable stages. So during these times, I give myself a little bit more grace in taking it easy because I've come to realize that the end of months and quarters are just completely insane. I think it's also important to just realize that with the exception of deadlines established by our clients, we are in full control of our schedules. This means how we spend our time off, when we choose to respond to emails, and what we do in our time that's spent not working. So for me, some days I actually have taken the day off because I wanted to spend a whole day uninterrupted to do some errands that I may have been holding off doing and batching them all in one day is the most efficient for me. While in the beginning of my freelancing career, I was at everyone's beck and call and responding to emails at any chance I could, even if this meant in the wee hours of the night, which I have definitely come to realize is not healthy in establishing boundaries. I made the decision to not respond to client requests that fall outside of my determined business hours, and it's still quite honestly an adjustment to shake the feeling of guilt that sometimes comes along with not working during what I would consider a workday day but I have gotten so much better at recognizing when I'm not respecting my own boundaries, which ultimately is how you keep these adjustments in check. Another adjustment period in my life that has now happened twice since I've started my business has been a fun one, but unique for each one. And this is um, me talking about when we got our dogs. For our first puppy, I was way too overzealous about how easy I thought it would be. So I had officially been working for myself for about eight or nine months before we decided to get our dog Dublin. And let me tell you, no matter how much research or preparation you do to adjust to a new addition, whether that's a dog or a cat or a human, reality is really great at keeping you in check. And while we were technically prepared on the surface to welcome a puppy into our home, me and my fiance were not ready at all for the emotional roller coaster we were about to ride. We had rescued Dublin from a sketchy situation and come to find out after we got him, we had realized that we were definitely bamboozled. Yes, bamboozled about this puppy's backstory. He got very, very sick. And when your priorities shift completely to keeping your new pet alive, I was consciously putting work on the back burner. I wasn't responding to emails in a timely manner, and I was scrambling to work on projects the last minute because all my time and energy was focused on this dog. I had nothing left in the cup to pour from when it came to work, and I screwed up a few pretty big projects during this time period because I was not at all focused or present. And I mean, yes, this puppy was more important to me than my actual work at the time, but I did a terrible job of allowing my clients then to realize that they weren't a priority, which was not good when you're a one-woman show and you need to get paid. That was a real gut check for me because it made me realize that I needed to understand how to balance these aspects of my life better. And even if I wasn't 100% present at my job, I was at least responsible for not allowing these clients to feel like they were on the back burner. And whether we like it or not, when we're in a service-based business, client relationships are key, and ensuring that they're well taken care of and nurtured is a huge part of that success. And after my sweet sweet Dublin made a full recovery, I was able to get into a much more regular groove and balance out my schedule better, which convinced me a year and a half later that I was totally prepared for another dog, which To be fair, I was definitely way better adjusted when our second dog, Blanche, entered the picture. All of the kinks of pet ownership and balancing a job from home aren't exactly ironed out to this day, but again, with boundaries, um, with better boundaries and understanding of how to keep things balanced overall without the scale tipping one way or the other, I know I'm keeping my clients and my pets very happy and content. So let's say you finally got a handle on your day to day. Things are running smoothly and no foreseeable life changes are headed your way. But one day, your smooth sailing hits some rough waters and it completely changes the game for you. This happened to me a couple of months ago and I've mostly recovered, but there are still some adjustments I'm making to this day that have kind of resulted from it. And first, let me preface with the fact that i can't actually share too too many details and second i'm okay now with how everything ended up turning out okay i landed my first and largest client about three months after i started my business which was truly the best thing that could have happened to me and hundred percent shaped the last few years this was a really great supportive client who put a lot of trust into me from the start and it helped us establish a really strong relationship in the couple of years that we worked together. Unfortunately, business is business, and this client went through a major merger with another well-known system. And up until the merge, I was assured that business would continue as usual, and my role was secured. About two days before they went live with the merger, I had a call with my client, and he informed me that my services would be cut once the merger went public, which like I said, was two days away. It was a learning experience for me because it made me realize I had developed a dependency on the income I earned from this client and was not at all prepared to have to adjust losing that income. But business is business. And I was fortunate that in the contract that I created for them, there was a clause that if they had ever ended services, I would still be paid out an additional month's retainer. And as mentioned, we had a really great business relationship. So thankfully, this was carried out. This was single-handedly the biggest adjustment in my freelancing career I've had to accommodate to. It was a learning experience that nothing is finite and the act of business itself can trump good relationships. I know it wasn't personal, but I, <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel some kind of way about it. Now, here's where the positive comes into play. While I was upset initially, I'm too stubborn to have let that fully take over and allow a looming cloud hanging over my business. So it was motivation for me to realize that I can't coast. I can't expect that today's clients will be tomorrow's clients, And the only way to keep my work on the up and up is to be active again with my client outreach and building relationships. I channeled the version of who I was way back in 2016 when I was getting my business started and began sending out cold emails and reaching back out to contacts I had made connections with before. And it definitely paid off because of this, what I now consider a hiccup. I have been able to work on projects for a fortune 100 company, which In a weird way, it's like the universe created space for me to take on a bigger fish, and I have been so, so grateful for such a positive opportunity to come from a less than ideal situation. Like I said in the beginning, freelancing has taught me all about flexibility, whether that's in my personal or professional life. And though I can't predict the circumstances that happen around me or play into my life, I'm at least in full control of how I manage my time entertaining these changes and what direction I point myself. Life is full of constant adjustments and I definitely think the largest factor that feeds into our successes is how flexible we are in handling these adjustments along with the attitude in which we approach them. And I could have allowed myself to be consumed with work guilt when I started my business or just let clients fall to the wayside when my dog was sick or even wallowed in self-pity when my largest client parted ways. But that didn't fit into the framework I was creating for myself. And it's taken a few years and it's still absolutely a work in progress. But adjusting to the adjustments has become much easier because I've basically been practicing it for years now fingers crossed. I don't throw some bad juju out in the world with all this talk, but I am so glad that all these life changes have led me to where I am today. Business is still as fulfilling as ever. And with 2020 just around the corner, I am so, so excited to see what else is in store.